there. Welcome to You're Doing Fine, Oklahoma, where we explore mysteries, hauntings, and family secrets from the great state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm Shy. And I'm Shanna. We're wannabe mystery solvers and cousins that love to hash out our favorite whodunits during family time. Our husbands are afraid of us, as As they they should be. be. See how this works. Okay. We've got a little peaks. Let me get comfy in my beanbag chair. Yeah. Sit back, relax. Oh God. Let that that Indian food coma is so real right now. So good. I'm gonna try to super pay attention, but like I mean I feel like I'm dying. If it's okay, if I see you yawn, I just I know that's just your brain like really trying to bring in more oxygen so you can pay attention to me. Yes, it mean it does not mean that I am falling asleep at all. No, you're really actually <laughs> actively trying to listen to my story. That's a scientific fact. Uh huh. It really is. I saw it on a news piece the other day. It's definitely yawn. true. Yep. <sighs> they don't lie on those things. <laughs> um. Okay, Shan. Yes, Shy. Now that we've filled our tummies and we are ready to set in the pod dormer and discuss things i have a little mystery for you okay if you will i love it so might just set back relax and let me tell you the story of the cars of foss lake the cars of Foss Lake, like motor cars like of Foss Lake? motor cars of Foss Lake. Oh, and okay. I'm, you haven't heard this story before. No. And it's I'm so surprised because when I remember when it first came out and it was just so intriguing to me. So um, a lot of the information I got for this um, podcast today for this episode was from CNN. News 9, Oklahoman. Sure. Joplin, one of the Joplin newspapers. I can't remember. I don't have it written down. All the old faves. Sorry. Clinton Daily News. Of course. Um, And then National Post. Okay. So we're going to start way back in the spring of 1969. Was oh no, that's the summer of '69, not the spring yeah. of '69. Okay, yeah, so all right, fair enough. More I'm later not going to sing but like, that's cool. I would totally let you if you wanted to. Oh, it's okay. I don't need that. <laughs> Just sang the Great State Fair of Oklahoma jingle. So, <laughs> this point, we're going to be singing the. Ooh, what's the Christmas one? The Christmas jingle. BC Clark's. We're going to be singing the BC Clark jingle before Christmas. Yeah. At some point. By the time this comes out, it'll almost be yeah New Year. Anyway, 2022 let's see what sort of dumpster fire God. 2022 brings Fuck. wow <laughs> can it get any worse yes yes yes, yes it, can. it can that's the question we asked in 2020 and look what happened uh-huh. all the things okay so sorry we're getting a little sidetracked wow. here our brains are not functioning <laughs> because our stomachs are full okay spring of 1969 mm-hmm a young woman by the name of Joe Eric receives back an unopened letter from her mother, 58-year-old Nora Duncan. So like a return to sender like type return situation? return to sender, yeah. Oh, that's rude. Right? Okay. Okay. Nora was a resident of Sayre, Oklahoma. Okay. Sayre's in our western western part of Oklahoma. Yep, way nice, out west. Nice little tiny town out that way, not far off I-40. That was very odd. Nora does not return letters from her daughter. They're very close. Um, So being that that was not normal, Uh Joe then calls her uncle Russell King in nearby Elk City to go check on her mom. So her mom lives in Elk City? Her mom lives in Sayre. Elk City is right next to Sayre. They're like within 20 minutes of each other. Where's the daughter at? The daughter, I'm sorry, the daughter is in Arkansas. Okay. I 
was really fucking confused as no. to how we were. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I should no, have. Fine. I should have explained that better. But thank you. It's totally fine because I was obviously getting ahead. I missed of a very important piece of my story. <laughs> I will do better next time. Do better, shy. God bless. Famous words. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Russell uh, then goes to check on his sister. But after he was unable to contact her, he asked the sheriff's department to break into her home. Sure. Once inside, they found nothing crazy, like no forced entry, no sign of a struggle. Um, the only thing missing from the home besides Nora was her purse. Okay. So she's just gone. Okay. They're like, I don't know. This has been days. Okay. They thought it had been days. Yes. Like because of mail pile up or what? Mail. And there was uneaten food on the stove. and Oh, and I just, bet that was like back in the day when you still got your newspaper like thrown yep. every morning too. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Russell would soon learn, Russell and Joe would soon learn that Nora's friend, 42-year-old Cleburne Hammock. Okay. And 69-year-old John Porter were also missing. So all three of them from Sayer are all missing. All three from Sayer, all three missing. Uh, Mm -hmm. red flags abound. There's going to be so many weird things, Shan. This is is a mystery that I think everyone wish would be solved. Like, 100%, this is what happened. It is still a mystery to this day. You're, I really think you're going to like this story. And these are like older people. These are older people in 1969. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, I, I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you. I was bewildered and not optimistic about the cars of Foss Lake, but now I'm like buckled in and ready. Uh, I'm glad. Yeah. Put that seatbelt on. (laughs) Gonna need it. Hold on to that little oh shit handle because you're going to be saying oh shit. Okay. I'm in. Sweet. Okay. The three were known to hang out together. They were very good friends. And um, some thought that they had gone fishing maybe at Foss Lake, nearby Foss Lake. Right. Um, but they all just disappeared. Like without a trace. And do they think they all disappeared around the, ta- the same like time yes. frame? Yes. So... So all three gone. Okay. Okay. And none of them are married or anything like that. So they don't have any spouses. Correct. Would report them. Okay. Correct. So John Porter loved to take drives through the countryside. Who doesn't? Yeah. Um, And at this time, Nora and Cleburne were said to be with him. And the three were last seen near Foss Lake when um, John's 1952 green chevrolet broke down on the side of the road okay and a passerby stopped to help them and do you remember back in the day well i don't know if you'll remember this but older vehicles that were um a stick shift if they had broke down or stalled you could push it and start and pop the clutch and they'd start yeah so that's what happened here so somebody stopped to help them push start this 52 green chevy love it love it okay um, that's the last anyone saw of them. Okay. Um, invest, you know, an investigation quickly started, but they're the old, that was the only lead. That was the only thing they had was they were seen near Foss Lake by this one person. They were gone. Weird. Yes. So, um, Joe would later tell the Joplin Globe. So the Joplin Globe was the other newspaper there. And Joplin is in Missouri. In Missouri, not Arkansas. Uh Uh-huh. Got you. Love it. See? Oh, shy. You've got to do better. Queen. I know. What is wrong with me? (laughs) Um, So she would tell the Joplin Globe later that her uncle Russell was convinced they were in the lake. He was... Constantly saying, where else would three people in a car disappear? I don't disagree with his assessment of the situation. Right. Right. Okay. I mean. Yes. If they're last seen near the lake, having car trouble. Yes. It only makes sense that a car fucking 
collapsed or whatever. Whatever cars do. I don't know. <laughs> Stopped working. Uh-huh. And they rolled into the damn lake. Right. And that was back in the day when people didn't really grow up knowing how to swim or, like, deal with that situation. Right. Didn't know how to escape a car that was sinking. Now we all know because of Oprah. Yeah. Okay. And we all have that little safety device in our car. Yeah, to break the glass. And to cut our seatbelts. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Hello. Safety first, people. That's a stocking stuffer. Every time. Yeah. Okay. So, 18 months later, in November of 1970, Jimmy Williams, 16, Uh along with his friends Leah Johnson, 18, and Thomas Rios, 18, would all vanish as well. What is it with three people in a car? Two men and a woman. Three people in each car vanished. Gone. What the fuck? How many years difference was this? One. Like to the day or just no. like April same-ish. of 69. Around April of 69 is when John, Nora, and Cleburne went missing. November of 70. Jimmy, Leah, and Thomas. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I'm grossed out by Foss Lake right now. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been to Foss Lake? Yes. Yeah. I think I've been one time, a long time ago, but yeah. Because you're just, I mean, uh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, Jimmy, Leah, Thomas, all your typical 1970s teenagers, like this was right around the time of Vietnam, right? These were, these boys were. Close to or of age. To get drafted. To be drafted. Yeah. Okay. Um, But Jimmy had a job at the local grocery store and had just six days prior to this disappearance had purchased a used 1969 blue Camaro. Damn. Yeah. So, you know, he was just living his best little Hot riding, doing some donuts. Right. With his little Camaro. Oh, it was it was a sixty nine Camaro. Sixty nine Camaro. There's pictures um, that we'll post because there is a picture of him standing next to his Camaro um, right after he got it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Continue. And I also did look up to see how much a sixty nine Camaro would cost back in nineteen sixty nine, nineteen seventy, and it was around two thousand dollars. You know that took him two hundred and twenty seven. <laughs> shifts to at the grocery mm-hmm. store to yeah. get that all saved up. Yeah. Good for him. Yep. He was probably also building fence in the summertime yeah. and like Yeah, helping his dad. Yeah. Cutting wheat and oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. You know they all did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Harvest. Thought to. During the summer. Yeah. Oh. Bless your little souls, teenage boys in rural Oklahoma. God bless. <laughs> that was hard work. Um, Leah was uh, a competitive Native American Indian dancer. <gasps> yes. So she was Native American. Oh, I love that. She was, in one of the articles I read, a um, related to Chief Sitting Bull. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So she was. Is that Cheyenne Arapaho? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And. She was so good at the competitive Native American dancing that she was able to compete in the 1968 World's Fair. Oh. So she was just the cutest. <gasps> oh. The, yeah. This makes me really sad. I know. I yeah. was sad about the older people, too, but now I'm. Yeah. When it comes to kids, yeah. I mean, they've got all this, you know. Yeah. Thomas was kind of the newbie in town. Um, one report I saw said they had just moved to Sayre four months prior to this. Another one said a year. So I'm not really sure about that, but he was fairly new, but obviously, um, well-liked. I he mean, made he some friends. made some friends. So, um, but on the night, um, or on the afternoon, evening, whatever, of November 20th, the group states they're going to go to a fo- football game in Elk City. Which is not very far away. Just 20 minutes away. Yeah. Okay. They were last seen at the bowling alley, heading out of town. Um, however, they never made it to the football game and never made it home. 
either. Huh. Okay. So, another investigation was underway. And the family's teens, the teens' families, excuse me, um, just like, you know, the family of Nora, John, and Cleburne, begin searching for their own answers. Like, they're like, yeah, you got to. We don't know where to begin. So, we're just going to start. We're going to try everything. Um, Thomas's family, and you got to remember, this is 1970. They came all the way back to Oklahoma City. Uh, to question his friends here because they were really concerned that he was trying to get away from the draft. Like he was trying to run away. Oh. Like that was one of the possibilities. They thought those boys were draft dodging? So that was a big rumor around town that they – so one of the articles was they were um, – they were running to become part of the counterculture movement of the time. Sweet baby Jesus. Yes. Okay, listen. Yes. Listen, Linda. So that was the big small town rumor mill, right? That they wanted to not have to be drafted, which no no one does. No human being wanted to be drafted. Nobody wanted to and go die in Vietnam. No. Uh-uh. Um, there were also rumors that maybe the teens had accidentally... Um, come across a drug trafficking ring and got done away yeah, with. Yeah, got done away with there. Like, there were so many different rumors. Did Pe- they even try to like search the lake or anything? Everything I read says no because when you so it's 20 minutes from Sayer to Elk City, right. Foss Lake is another 25 minutes northeast of Elk City. Right. So if you're in your mind just thinking, oh, my child is going to Elk City, I don't think they ever thought to search the lake at all. Which is fair. Did they search the lake with those other people? Um, No. I don't believe so. Because, again, it was all hearsay. Like, nobody really knew. They thought, well, maybe they went fishing and... They but just they disappeared. Had the guy like helping them push start their truck at right. Foss Lake. Right. But there was like nothing. Okay. Just gone. Have to say, I'm not super impressed with this investigation, but it's fine. I'm, it, I, you know Hindsight what? is 2020. It's, it's 1969. Fine. And the fact that you started it by saying the cars of Foss Lake suggests to me mm-hmm. that Foss Lake mm-hmm. is the answer. Uh huh. So. Yes, Shan, I'm glad you came to that conclusion. <laughs> Hindsight is 2020. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Sorry. Okay, so, no, you're fine. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> you didn't already know from the title. So, um, Jimmy's mom, Betty. This This is what really broke my heart. She... Made a cake every year for Jimmy's birthday. Sure. Hoping that each year would be the year that he came home. Um, She made these birthday cakes up until her death, which, unfortunately, both of his parents died at relatively young ages. Like, his mom was 52. Can you imagine the stress, though, that put, no. that, that, that that puts on your soul no. and your body mm. as a nope. mom? No, to just have them completely vanish. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I feel like we see that so much when kids go missing or are murdered mm-hmm. and it's like unsolved. Yeah. For so long. Yeah. And then the parents die. Yeah. Like young. But, yes. Because it's just so much. Yeah. They just can't take stress. it. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Um, So Thomas's mother, Pearl, for a long time refused to leave Sayer, um, thinking that Thomas, you know, if he did ever show back up, wouldn't be able to find them when he came back. Yeah. Yeah. So the family did eventually convince her to move to Northeast Oklahoma. However, Pearl called the police department every year. To check on the investigation. Were they still doing anything? Or did they More than just likely, have no. like just an open a, file and they would probably. be like, okay, Pearl, nothing new this year. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. Literally okay. had nothing. They had okay. nothing to go on for these kids. At all. That's sad. Yeah. 
they were just gone. Um, okay, so obviously years have passed. Both cases go cold. It becomes just kind of one of those legends of a small town, right? Like sure. these six, six people, people go missing in one year. In one year, you know, in that from Sayre, that's like half the population. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you know, just being from the small town we're from, and it being two men and a woman in both t- both oh, situations, yeah. you're oh, just yeah. like, oh my gosh, what could have happened? You know, yeah. like so many, so many weird. Um, coincidence type of so many it was yeah and i'm sure the rumor mill was strong oh god you know it had to be yeah yeah so okay we're gonna fast forward 40 years shanna so we're going to 2010 2013 actually oh shit okay okay all right say our police officers wanting to test out new sonar equipment decide to go to Fa- uh, to Foss Lake. And see what they can find. Uh, okay. So, I want to tell you a little... Can you describe... T- t- tell tell our people, you know, the 13 people that listen to this uh-huh. podcast. We love you all. Um, we love you all dearly. <laughs> uh, each and every one of you individually. <laughs> um, tell these people... Explain what the lakes in Oklahoma typically look like. Because Foss Lake is... Is a nice recreation lake, but... Right. Yeah. So Foss Lake, in particular, is a man-made lake. Which is most of our lakes. Most of our lakes in Oklahoma are. But um, it's... So it was constructed, actually, was just finished in 1961. So from 58 to 61, um, they had built a dam to regulate the flow of the Washita River and to provide... Water for nearby towns. Right. Okay. Foss Lake is about 8,800 surface acres mm-hmm. and has about 63 miles of shoreline. Mm-hmm. So it's not not too small for a lake in Oklahoma. And we have like 200 and some lakes, don't we? Correct. Yeah. And the only one with decent visibility is like 10 killer? I believe so. So it's, yeah. It's mo- the only one with good enough visibility that you can actually dive in it. Right. That's what, like, I literally put on our my notes here. Let's be real clear about Oklahoma lakes. They're, They're not, not clear. crystal clear. <laughs> this is, I'm literally le- reading from my computer. They are not crystal clear, and the visibility at Foss, Foss Lake is only about 6 to 12 inches on a good day. Yeah, so that's 6 inches. to 12 inches of you, like, being underwater and being able to see less than a foot in front of your yes. eyeballs. yes. If you put on a diving mask, you cannot yes. see in front of your face. That is correct. That is correct. Yeah. So, and it's red. It's real yeah, it's red. Re- we got red dirt red here. Dirt. We got red dirt here in Oklahoma. <laughs> so, normal day at the lake. Going to drop some sonar, see what we can find. They get about – and this is what is just – mind-boggling to me and i really i need to look it up and actually pull up um put a map on insta too because i'm not for sure where all of the actual boat ramps are around foss oh, i'm sure they're There's, just sporadic yeah, yeah but how why this one they chose this but this is what's weird to me because there's like some supernatural shit happening yeah. at foss so crazy. fucking lake man so crazy they get about 50 feet from the dock, drop the sonar, and immediately notice a large mass. And they're like, huh, that's interesting. So they keep looking. Another large mass right next to each other. There's no way this, no way. Shanna, right next to each other are two cars. Initial thoughts from the police officers on the boat. Oh, somebody's stolen these cars and this is where they disposed of them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, thinking these were stolen cars, they didn't get in a huge hurry to pull them up. Okay. They were Let's like, be 100% eh. clear they didn't get in a huge hurry about anything for 40 plus years. But this, is, this is true. So, it's neither here nor there. 
Uh, they do eventually send down a diver to kind of investigate. Uh, after he was able to find an open door on one of the vehicles, he reaches in and finds a shoe. So he's like, okay, there's why, stuff in this car. Why wouldn't we just pull up the cars, though? Don't, why, I don't why do you know. gotta send a diver? <laughs> they can't okay. see. But six inches, because you know, if the Ugh. first thing he would have seen was a skeleton, a skull, Bro. it probably would have forever scarred him. As someone who got licensed to dive. Oh, that's right, in Shanna. the state of Oklahoma. <laughs> In a fucking red dirt pond <laughs> that you couldn't see anything in front of your face. That I cannot imagine anything more terrifying. Uh-huh. Even if this is like a big burly man that dives all the time oh, and sure. like faces sharks and shit. I don't care. But like going down in a red Foss Lake is basically a red dirt pond. In a red dirt pond. And feeling, because you have to imagine, you're feeling your way. I know. You're feeling your way because you can't see shit. You're feeling your way and then you come across a goddamn shoe. Mm-hmm. I'm a no on that. <laughs> yes. I'm a no on all of uh-huh. that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I Fuck that. I couldn't imagine. This guy was just like, yeah, I just thought it, you know, I came across a shoe. So... They decide, oh, let's go ahead and pull them up. Yeah, Tony, that was the right decision Mm -hmm. in the first place. Mm -hmm. So as soon as the cars were on land, it becomes very apparent these were not stolen because both cars have three sets of human remains. Are you fucking like... Ugh. Okay. Yes. So, as they're kind of washing away the silt that has built up on these cars, because they've been in there for 40 plus years. 40 years. Yeah. They discover one of the cars was a blue 69 Camaro. The other was a 52 green Chevrolet. Right next to each other. There, let me, this is not a coincidence. Let me tell you how far down they were. Okay. Can you guess? Do you want to guess how far down they were? How far down in Foss? In Foss. It's not that deep, is it? I mean, maybe 20 feet? They were 12 feet below the surface. Okay. Yeah. I believe that. 12 feet. Yeah. That blew my mind, too. But then I was like, okay, it's red dirt water. Like, you're not going to see them. Yeah. But they were that close. You could have been a foot above it and would have never known. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no. Ugh. Uh-huh. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, obviously, now they have a potential crime scene. Uh. Or two. Hashtag no shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. With multiple victims. Yeah. So, then they were like, oh, my gosh. One, uh, one officer... And one of the re- articles said, do we, is this somewhere that someone is disposing of their bodies? Like, so are we dealing with a serial killer now? What is happening? Um, they're just, they were not expecting all of this to go down because they were testing a sonar. God bless them. <laughs> I know. They were just like, what? <laughs> um, so the OSBI obviously called in. Forensic unit called in to sort through everything. Both vehicles, the windows were up. Like I said, one did have the door open, but there were personal belongings for two of the victims, like identification for two of the victims in these cars. Um, The Chevy had, they found a pair of thigh-high pantyhose and a leaf brooch. Um, Now, you've got to... Remember, this is 40 plus years later. The only thing remaining of these people were skeletal yeah. bones, yeah, skeletal yeah, yeah. remains. So um, they were pretty sure, you know, because this story, like, really never left Sayer, the story of these six people in a year going missing. Sure. So I'm sure 
the minute that those cars were pulled out and those bodies were seen, you know those guys were like, no flipping way. No way did we find these people that we have heard stories about since childhood. Did we just find these people? Well, yeah, because I bet most of those guys that I'm going to say guys, because let's be clear, it's probably 100% metal department. Yes. Um, Most of those guys are probably like young enough that the only thing that they've ever seen about these people is that they have an open case file in Sayre. Right. On some of them. Right. The There was no... So, there was no file for these cases. There were missing persons reports. Oh, that there. sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. Love so it. So, there were no files. So, basically, it was just... They took the report and rolled out. Yeah. Okay. That so sounds familiar. Just community rumors and stories. Just for years. Like, they told, and then, you know, it just... It's a bad game of telephone. Yeah. 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 Okay. And for years, it's just like these people... So whatever. they really probably know, knew very little about these. They knew that these people disappeared, but that's all they knew. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Proceed. So, one of the items found was the bank card for 16-year-old Jimmy Williams intact in the car with him wow yeah they also found his cowboy boots and um his class ring oh yeah so authorities immediately contacted his family you know letting him know hey we're pretty sure that we found jimmy but since only skeletal remains were found we we want to do dna testing to know 100 percent that this is who this is. So they then contacted all the families um, asking to give DNA samples to confirm that the six bodies found were those of Nora, John, Cleburne, Jimmy, Leah, and Thomas. So they were able to find family members for all of them, and they were more than happy to give DNA samples. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, they were told by investigators that DNA matching could be quick or it could take years. So they were like, just set tight, like, but we don't know how long this is going to take, which that had to be hard. It had to be hard, but then at the same time, too, if you're like remaining family members from those families, you have to know even before police come to your house or whatever you have to know if somebody's like hey they found two vehicles at foss lake right and one of them is a 69 camaro yeah you know right yes you have to yes especially i mean that that area is just so small Mm -hmm. you can't be like well it could be joe bob from down the street or yeah you know no you know right you'd have to know yes yeah so um Now, where the cars and bodies were found, so one of the articles and reports I read, there was a road, and I hope I can explain this right. There was a road which dead ends at a boat ramp. Oh, that's a terrible fucking idea. But then intersects a second road about 670 feet from the edge of the lake. That is a terrible fucking idea. Yes. Yeah. So, one, okay, this is what we have going against us. This is a brand new lake. Uh Uh-huh. Brand new within less than 10 years. When this happened. When this happened. You know there was a ton of people that went out there all the time. Yeah. There was a ton of people that went out there to hot rod around. Sure. In your 69 Camaro. Sure. Which anyone with a 69 Camaro would have hot rodded in. If I had a 69 Camaro in... 2021 today i would hot rod around in it yes um so if you're not paying attention and maybe driving too fast on this road and it was dark more than likely both in both instances you would drive right into the lake i would drive right into it today in 2021 (laughs) that is fucking terrible Mm -hmm. who puts a dead end at a boat ramp yes whoever awful Whoever built 
Foss liked it. Wow. I believe it was the U.S. Department of Reclamation is who built that lake. That sounds about right. All righty. So the weird thing, though, one of the car's front end was facing the dock. Okay. The other wasn't. So which? Which? It didn't say. Oh. I know. Because it would almost make sense for that, like, green Chevy truck to be. Like they just drove right in. Right. Because when they pulled the Camaro out, it looked like it had body damage on it. Uh-huh. But I don't want to say that they wrecked before they entered the water because these cars had been in the water for 43 years. Right. Just Pure water pressure and the metal rusting could have, you know, just done all this damage. Or did so, one hit the other when it went into the water? No. Uh, well, true. You know? That could have happened, too. But I guess you I think know. they both would have had damage at yeah. that point. Yeah. So. Anyways. The other weird thing was, we were talking a minute ago, Foss Lake is 45 miles from Sayre. Uh-huh. So you have to you can go through Elk City to get to Foss Lake. Yeah. Um the teenagers were never seen at the football game in Elk City. They didn't Yeah. They weren't even trying to go to the football game. Right. Nobody gives a crap about that. Yeah. Yeah, they were probably like us. Go sports balls. Well, uh-huh. honestly, they were probably like I mean, if they were Okay, I'm just going to throw my dad under the bus. If they were like my dad, because he's that age, yeah, and was like a senior, junior, senior in high school mm-hmm. in in that time, they were drinking beer. Mm-hmm. They were driving around drinking beer on the back roads. Yeah, and that's that's what they were doing. Unfortunately, that's what both cars did contain. Um, yeah, alcohol containers. So, um, not saying that that's the main cause of it, but. No, but, I mean, that's probably what those kids were doing, and it yeah. does not really surprise me if the other three grabbed a six-pack of beer and went out to fish at Foss. Yeah. Especially if it was a brand-new lake at that time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. So. Um, so, anyways, the... Medical examiner did say that more than likely all had died from accidental drowning and didn't suspect foul play. But so my thing is, if there's no soft tissue left. You, it's hard to tell. It's hard yeah. to tell. So, But it's, it's, it's hard to make that determination, but mm-hmm. it's also hard to determine anything else. Right. Unless there is some sort of defect from like a bullet. Right. Yeah. Or a knife or on it on the bones that were yeah, left. Yeah. yeah. In the bones. Yeah. Or the connect if any connective tissue is left. Mm-hmm. It's hard to make that determination. Yeah. And if legitimately, you know, all of these people still had their wallets or their bank cards or whatever, mm-hmm. and it didn't really seem like theft was a motive or anything else, because if you're gonna rob those kids. You're taking the fucking 69 Camaro, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And because I, through all of this, I've never heard of any of this. Let's be 100% clear. But through your whole story that you're telling me, I'm like, there's a fucking Sayer serial killer. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. There is a fucking Sayer serial killer. At False Lake. Like, that's bananas. <laughs> but now I'm like... You tell me there's a dead end that goes to a fucking boat ramp, and I'm like, oh, they they were hot riding down a road or drinking and doing back roads. Yeah. And just missed the... Yeah. Totally missed the dead end and went right into the lake. Right. Yeah. And you know, I mean, we know how that is. Yeah. I'm just wondering, too, if, if it wasn't the Camaro that the front end was facing... And if at the last second he tried to tried avoid to and flipped yeah. and rolled and then landed. Yeah. And that's how it landed in the water. Yeah. Um, right next to. <laughs> is that not insane? But when you're telling me that there is a de- 
dead end. Sorry, yeah. I'm burping up Indian food. Um, <laughs> you're telling me there is a dead end at a boat ramp? Yeah. I'm shocked there aren't 12 cars lined up there. I mean. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, Have they searched the rest of the lake? <laughs> I don't know. Should they? Maybe. Did somebody else make dumbass decisions <laughs> to put a dead end at a boat ramp at other places on the lake? But if there's really nothing to suggest that there is any other type of foul play. Right. And we don't know at that point in time. There may not have been any sort of road marker to say this road is dead ending yeah. or anything like that. And yeah. if that was the case and you're hot riding in a 69 Camaro at night, you can't. Yeah. You can't stop that. Right. No. So that was my thing, too. Like, did they have signs then? Did they have reflective yeah. things back then? I don't know. I have like, no idea. Yeah. Or was it just dark and you just depended on the headlights that your 69 Camaro and your 52 Chevy had to yeah. get you places? So. Yeah, because you know they weren't putting, like, streetlights and stuff out there. No. I bet. No, I bet there was not any. So at all. Yeah, originally I was like team there's a freaking serial killer in Sayer. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, these no. people just hit about that end and Yes. <sighs> yeah. Um, so as they should, the families found it really hard to believe that it was just these crazy accidents because the bodies were all still in the cars. None of the windows even looked like they were rolled down or tried to be rolled down. Um, although one of the car doors was open, there was just so many weird things like, did not one of them try to get out of the car? Like, at any point, do you see what I'm saying? Do they sink automatically? There's just, they're all three or all six still in their cars. Well, okay, so this is where my brain is going. Okay. Um, back in the day... Cars were made out of steel. Right. We make them out of, like, aluminum alloy now, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because so they're lighter and they go faster. Right. But back in those days, they were making those vehicles out of American steel. Mm -hmm. And they were heavy as fuck. Right? Yeah. Plus, seatbelts were not a thing. Right. So if you are flying down that road, hot rodding, mm -hmm. and miss the dead end... And your road now turns into a fucking boat ramp. Yeah. And you hit the water going 60 or 70 miles an hour mm -hmm. with no seatbelt. Who's to say, you know, brain damage didn't occur and right. they, they were knocked unconscious. Or who's yeah. to say the car door didn't pop open on impact yeah. or something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. Um, Because I think it's totally possible that the force of the impact of a heavy vehicle hitting the water like that, mm -hmm. especially if it's like going at a high rate of speed, could be enough definitely for a driver to be dazed. And in right. a Camaro, if the two people in the front seat are knocked out, Mm -hmm. And you're in the back seat trying to get out. It's going to be very difficult, yeah. right? Yes. So, I don't, that's just what I'm thinking. Is like, if they're hurt on impact, it'd be very, very difficult to get out of a car that's sinking that fast if it's heavy. Right. Right. Yeah. That's just what my thought is. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's a good thought, but just for the they. I think the families just really wanted more answers than it was a car accident. It was a car accident. They just all six, you know, this wound was up their in final, the same place. Yeah, this was their final resting place. Like this is what happened. And it was really, it's really hard for them. It was really hard for them to to come to terms with that. I I totally understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, they did. So one year and one month later, after dis the discovery of the bodies, the families were notified that the remains they found um, were those of their loved ones. Right. Um, so all of the families, um, you know, were able to give their loved ones a proper burial. Um, 
Leah's family actually gave her a traditional traditional burial. Okay. And so they it kind of goes on. I'm not really well versed on all the traditional on Native American rituals and all that. Yes. So I don't really want to go into that because I don't want to <laughs> I yeah. don't want to mess it up. But she did have a traditional uh burial. So um but still today like the mystery continues like what happened. Like people just I think they just want like a confirmation of this is actually this is really what happened. And when there's so many weird things at play um well we're so used to i mean nowadays even with a car accident we're so used to being able to have someone come in and have like an expert do Mm -hmm. a crash reconstruction or something like that to determine what the velocity was and what the angle was and everything like that and these cars hit like this or whatever yeah and i mean if they're just not able to do that or if they don't believe that any foul play was involved, then they're just going to call it a car accident and move on with their lives. Yeah. And that's fine. That, I mean, I truly think that probably is a, the most realistic yeah. explanation. I think so too. It's just really disappointing that it took, you know, 40 plus years for someone to be like, oh shit, these people didn't draft the dot or dodge the draft. <laughs> dodge the draft. Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't run away enjoying yeah. counterculture and didn't go to smoke doobies and yeah, yeah. burn their bras in Oklahoma right. City or whatever. Right. No one was doing that in Oklahoma City. <laughs> Maybe. Except us. No, just kidding. So we did that in the 90s. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. So that is bananas. I know. And I just loved this story. Like, how in the world? I remember when it first aired and I was like, what are the odds of this happening? I so really insane. have to start watching the news because I missed all of that. Well, it was, you know, you were still somewhat of a bebe in 2013, weren't you? I mean, I had a bebe in 2013. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That would be why. Yeah, that must have been why I missed it. Mm-hmm. You were a little busy. <laughs> I get it. It's fine, Shane. Um, anyways, so that is the crazy story about the cars of Foss Lake. Dude, okay. That was way better than I anticipated. I'm glad. Because I thought you were going to tell me about some nonsense car graveyard and, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. Like, I have faith in your research skills. Don't look at me like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm totally judging you right now. <laughs> but when you were like six people went missing from the same town within a year of each other, and some of them were young and some of them were old, but it was all it was two dudes and one chick both times. I'm like, what the fuck? But it, it was so weird though to me. But yeah, I just loved it. I, I really, yeah, that story is just very intriguing to me. And- Dude, that story was awesome. Thank you. That story was. Thank you. I'm just awesome. really glad. Unfortunately, none of the parents, I I believe, none of the parents were alive. Yeah. Um, makes sense to see to see their remains found. However, some of their siblings were sure. Um, and then Nora's daughter was still alive. Um, and John's grandchildren were or alive and were able to, you know, give them all the proper burial that they, they I'm needed. I'm curious, what were people speculating about the about the older people going missing? No, uh, it didn't really say anything about that. <laughs> they were just like, oh, well, Oh, they're gone. Uh, okay. Just ran off. Maybe they moved to another, I don't know. Yeah. It was always around the kids, like the kids, you know. Yeah, the kids went to I actually drafts. No, I take that back. Please forgive me. So I think one of the articles said that they were probably, they thought the older three people may have also, you know, interrupted a drug deal. <gasps> oh, oh, maybe. You did say that. Yeah. I just blocked it from my memory because I thought it was nonsense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. You did say that, though. Yeah. 
They they thought it about the kids too, the teenagers. Yeah. So, because I guess there was some of that happening around that area at the time. Okay. So some drug trafficking going on. Um. So, but yeah. Wow. Very interesting mystery that was solved ish 43 uh, years later. It, they were found. They were found. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It was quarter ass solved. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that was a really good one. Thank you. Unexpected and really good. Thanks. Really good. Yep. So we will say this to our. Uh, 13 listeners. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. And if you will please go on to your favorite podcast app and give us a review and give us a great rating. If you're only going to give us one star, don't even, don't do it. But <laughs> JK, not really. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> if you will go on to your favorite podcast app, write me out and uh rate review subscribe <laughs> listen do it all do follow it all. we'll love you forever follow our insta and also please send us your favorite oklahoma or beyond mm-hmm. crimes mysteries family secrets if you want to sell out your family right now and tell us all their secrets that'd be great too that would be awesome <laughs> I want to tell a good family secret. I do, too. I've found a few, but I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to get this deep into family secrets because some people are fucking weird. Um, <laughs> and some people are fucking Let's air weird, that dirty man. laundry. Ooh, I, some people are weird. But <laughs> we'll find some. We'll find some great ones. Yeah. But yeah, the reviews, the ratings, everything. Helps kind of boost our precious little baby podcast up that new and up and coming list and maybe make it to a a larger audience. That would be so much fun. And that would be awesome. Oh, gives me a, a little bit of anxiety that there were maybe more than 13 people listening that we there aren't. Uh, well, it's only 13. If one day Shan. <laughs> There was actually people listening that don't know us personally. <laughs> that gives me anxiety, but we'll work through it. It's only 13, and we know all of them. I know. <laughs> and they give us life. They give us so much life. <laughs> okay. We're so grateful. Okay. Rate, review, subscribe. Please, please, please. <laughs> Happy New Year. Woohoo! Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Oh, no, we're way past that. Oh. We're, We're already done. Way past that. If you've enjoyed this episode or you're just really optimistic that we'll only get better from here, like, subscribe, follow You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at You're Doing Fine OK Pod. That's you are underscore doing underscore. Fine, underscore, okay, underscore, pod.